Welcome to the OCD, bitch. The only podcast where we take an in-depth episode by episode look at the seminal and underrated primetime soap opera of the early aughts. And we're going to talk about an episode of the OC, every episode of the OC. Did we already do this bit? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna think of a new bit real quick. I think I get to slap you in the face with the phone book. Wow. Because you did that bit last week. But that was a week ago. How am I supposed to remember? This is part two of a mini-series we're doing. Normally, we do talk about every episode. The last episode we talked about, Ryan, do you even know? Do you even know what's going on? The Heights? I think it was called The Heights. No, that was so long ago. That was before Oliver was a glimmer in anybody's eye. We were children back then. We were just children. The Lynx. I believe the last actual episode of the OC people heard about was The Lynx, where all the kids go to Palm Springs. And eat sausage. And eat some delicious brats and it's all just the worst but last week we started a mini foray into the oc mix volume one music from the oc television show when i was a kid i'm sorry keep going when you were a kid when i was a kid and the the one girl would tell us that the the party that we were throwing was a sausage party Mm -hmm. it was supposed to hurt right that was supposed to feel bad Uh uh-huh and then she would leave and she would go hang out with her actual friends but now that I'm a little bit older, doesn't a sausage party sound absolutely wonderful? And I'm not saying just hanging out with guys, right? I've got friends that are boys. I've got friends that are girls. But a party mm-hmm. where we sit down, maybe do some blind taste testing Ooh. of sausages. Like we've got sausages from all over the world. I love it. You got your schnitzels from Wiener. You've got your hotted dogs from Nathaniel's Fast Foodery. Right. I love when you get into uh, hoity-toity talk, and you just have to add one or two syllables to every word you say. Don't Nathaniel's hotted doggery? Nathaniel's hotted doggery. The fast foodery everybody's talking about. Ick. But actually, did you know, I think that you did, because you did. said that some sausages are made in schnitzel. Schnitzel. That Germany. they make sausages all over the world. I bring a sausage to you, Ryan, and I say, this is straight out of Compton. Uh-huh. No, Compton for sure has a good, there's a really good place that has sausage. They Because they have like soul food places. Right. I've been to one. It's delicious. Uh, but no, straight out of turkey. Do you want a Turkish hot dog? Do I want a turkey dog? No, I do not. <laughs> don't want a turkey I dog? I don't want no turkey dog. But it's the freshest beef. Of all of the countries in the world, you had to name a different type of hot dog. How dare you? What an accident that must have been. Oh, man. You do this thing where you fuck up because you're a dummy, and then you say, oh, look what I did on purpose. Get out of here. Get right out of town. Ryan, that's my secret. I'm always dumb. (laughs) Yeah. Good secret. Good secret, bud. Do you want to just dive right in? To what? Sausage party? Hell yeah. Overrated movie. Perfectly rated movie. Nobody talks about it, I guess. Yeah, that's true. It was lame. I think a lot of kids like it because it was the. I think it's a lot of kids' first rated R movie. Gotcha. Because it bridges the neglectful gap. Neglectful grandparents were like, I don't know, it's a cartoon, watch it. Okay, neglectful grandparents feels a little redundant. I feel like they all are. And second of all, it was readily available on Netflix and it bridges the gap. You're watching a cartoon, they're cursing. This is everybody's first rated R movie. Netflix is weird like that. Are there, there have to be parental controls, and because I don't have kids, I don't know about it. 
Because you can get almost anything. I guess not full-on porn. Sure. But you can get so much shit that kids shouldn't watch. And it's funny because we have another show, Superhero Hour Hour, which you are the under-host of, which means that Taylor tries to host, but you keep butting in. All right, show some leg there, I guess. And these kids all love Marvel stuff, but when they go to watch Netflix Marvel stuff, they're like, this is fucking boring. Why would I keep watching this? And then they go right to Sausage Party. They go right to Sausage Party and don't know that that eventually is also boring. It's true. Oh, it's a dick joke. woo <laughs> You know, hot dogs kind of look like dicks. <laughs> the douche is a douche. It's a thinker. It's a thinker and a stinker, Ryan. That's not what we're talking about tonight. That is not. We're not going to be talking about Sausage Party, either the party nor the movie. Nope. After now, I guess, because we kind of did. But we're going to talk about the last six songs on the first of six OC mixes they made. Now, we had a very important in-between show meeting. Mm-hmm. And we decided, we were we were thinking about going over the first six songs again because we did not do a good job. And upon second listening, well, first listening is when we did it live it, yeah. in front of, what, 4,500 people? How many showed up mm-hmm. to the studio that night? 4,312. Okay, round up to the nearest 4,500. It was 4,500. Um, that we do not need to do that again because that was a nearly perfect show. Nearly perfect show. Because at no point did we stand by, pull our puds, and say, this is going perfectly. Speaking of other shows that we do, Greg, the host of Movie of the Year, texted us after listening to that show and said, I didn't hate that. And coming from Greg... Oh! Yeah, coming from Greg, Greg that is huge. Shit, that guy's a prick. (laughs) He's always just so mean to his friends and family. But we we love him, I guess. Uh Every The occasional didn't hate that. It was amazing. He's really hurtful. Ryan, Would you have snossage at your sausage party? No, because it is surprisingly not delicious. It's not delicious. I know it looks like it is and smells like it is. You taste that, that is made for dogs. That's because what people like, say about you. GD dog food. You honestly, you're honestly a good looking guy who smells very good. Thank you. But any taste of you, like anytime you put one of your body parts, like you will all always be yawning and you will put your finger directly into my mouth. What a great joke. You taste like shit. You taste like fucking shit. Well, that's mostly because I don't believe in toilet paper. Protect the earth. Guy, our mother. The goddess. Green and blue. Captain Planet. We are too. And yeah, that's real woke. Gaia. That's a girl's name. Uh-huh. They put Guy right in that name. Great job, everyone. So I just scoop that poop with my tubes, which is what I call fingertips when there's poop on them. That, I think that officially means we have to move on right now. Let's check out track number seven by the Doves, Caught by the River. Oh, it's a soft one. You know, if the OC came out five years earlier, this would all be rap rock. My name is Kid. I look at the sun. I think about what I've done. Do you know what this reminds me of? What? Uh, no, I no, I know. Filters airplane. Is that right? That's exactly that right? right. Yes, it does. You want to take a picture? Because I won't remember. That's the line I basically just sang. All right, we're going to let it play under us for a bit. Another British band, which there are a bunch of all over this album. I don't know where Filter's from, and maybe they just couldn't fucking afford Filter's Airplane. Which I'm getting the impression from the first half of the album that they thought of a song, could not afford the song, got the next best thing. Yeah, the first edit. Like, oh, this sounds familiar. I've heard this song. Give it all away. Let it come 
But I don't know if it's like from radio or, or from repeated watches of the OC. You watch the OC so GD much. Do you know where this is from? The OC. Yes. Do you know what app? I don't. The model home. Okay. And that is when that Ryan burns down the they house. Burn that motherfucking house. Now. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, this is the quintessential Marissa, Ugh. Seth, Ryan run down the pier montage. So she's skipping behind him. She's skipping behind him. They have wheels. She do not. Right before Luke flips the diner because Ryan and Seth are in there. In a deleted scene, Seth says. Ryan, I'm going to grab some wheels. You grab some wheels, and bitch, you skip behind us. You better be skipping it. Originally, she had to skip it, and Seth took it and grabbed it and threw it into the sea. She can't even have a skip it. Not even a skip it. That propels you forward too much because the gyrations. But shit. Mike, there's no very best thing of all about skateboards or bikes. No. But Seth was jealous. Skip it's have a very best thing of all. That there's a counter right on that ball. And people love counting. That's why it's the very best thing of all. He, she, he took the skip it and then gave her a bop it. Yeah. But with no one to play bop it with. Well, you're going to solo bop it? I used to do that a lot, and it's sad. Let me tell you, it's sad, Ryan. Well, it's not just that you had no friends. You were training for regionals. You, but, were, you wanted to go to bop it regionals. And I hosted, judged, attended, audienced, sold the popcorn too, and the swag, and I still didn't win. You know what's hard to do when at the solo bop it regionals is that you have to do the bop it and then also pull the Kevin McAllister Home Alone cardboard uh-huh. strings of all the audience that loves you. And you know in Bat Dance how Prince has Batman Joker? I had every a sliver of every role there painted on my face. Wow. You went all out for bop it regionals. My pants got real mean. <laughs> real mean. <laughs> all right. Look, I want, I'm glad that this generation's parents are more understanding than our parents. But they have every right to be mean in that moment. Right. Just You're like a fucking weirdo. There's certain parents who let their kids walk around with just like foxtails, uh-huh. not telling anybody about it. Be meaner. I don't know if that's a group we're not supposed to make fun of. I'm taking a weird old man the stance. The foxtails? The foxtails. That's definitely a Warriors gang. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it'll be to not talk about this song anymore. All right. I can feel it. The track is going to start get kicking. Here's where the album really, really starts flying. And when you say kicking, you mean like that's some spicy fried chicken, right? That's like some spicy fried chicken. Th- there's a lot of spices going on right now. You suck on your fingers to get the flavor out of your mouth, but then your fingers are burning. Now, Beastie Boys also started a song by saying, kick it. Right. Is that what we're talking about? No, it's not that song. Don't get pumped up. No, 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 not that song. But is that the mentality we should have is that it's as if the Beastie Boys just walked through the medieval saloon doors, listen to last week, and said, kick it. And this is not me telling you. This is my guess. I don't know what the next song is. This is my guess. I can feel the album needs it. It's been droney and melodious for too long. It's got to kick it. And here we go. Damn it. Oh, bud. I got some bad news. Do you want to go, like, halfway through the song? Like, jump ahead? Yeah. Oh, man. It's, is this the droniest thing we've heard? Okay. Which is not a knock on the artist. No. It's more a knock on the person who made the playlist because this is there's no chronological order. Right. They decided somebody decided the order of this. And that the the middle is all just blah, 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 blah. this is uh, a band called Turin Breaks. They're a British duo. Brit drink. Uh, the song is called Rain City. This is from the Gamble. Okay. I'm gonna assume that's the Casino Night episode. It's casino Night. This song starts to play. 
when Ryan's mom is just talking to Kirsten, telling her it's a better mom, and really swells when Ryan does his sad wave and she leaves. I wonder if that's another thing that's weighing the album down, is that... How many sad-ass moments are on the yeah, show? Yeah, they picked all the moments, the most dramatic moments in the songs they used, and they all fit, but... But what there's, a- I think there are energetic bumpers throughout the season, and they are ignoring them. Right, that's exactly what I'm saying. I was saying a thing, and then you interrupted me to say, yeah, Let but if you think about it, you're right. here's the opposite. <laughs> um, we got more bouncing California than all you all combined. That's not on this that's, album. It's not. It's not a secret hidden track. Nowhere on this album is there bounce in California. There's also that also has more truth in that song than any other song on this album. We do have more bounce in California. Yeah. That's that This is the Tigger of States. It is the Tigger of States. We're bouncing here and there and everywhere. Those like are gummy, sort of bears. gummy bears. Keep your Disney characters separate. Bounce in California is that generation's bumping in the trunk by the late great Never late offspring. I wonder if, and I definitely think that we'll get this in season two when the bait shop opens. I wonder if it's not what we can afford, but who do I want to help? Uh-huh. Like, am I going to be this? Quentin Tarantino sort of had this, even though it was all older music of the world needs to know about this. And I want to be the person who brings that to him is or them is Josh Schwartz doing a thing where like, I'm going to introduce you guys to a full new album of music. Either because they were so small or he was just so nerdy and into them. Right. Because some of the bands are contemporary of the time and some were big in the 90s. So it's, I guess it's a mix. Big, see, contemporary at the time, like Spoon? Y- sure. Because that I, I still think counts as small. Right. And then big in the 90s, but not like big. The British bullshit. That was when they were most popular, but not popular. Or not popular here, or he is... If they're not popular here, then I don't give a fucking shit. Or he is John Cusack from High Fidelity. So right. He's, That's exactly what I'm saying. He doesn't want to play Blur or Oasis, so he's going to show us somebody else from that same... Like, you know how the British Invasion is the Stones and the Beatles and the Kinks? Uh, so maybe Schwartz is just giving us all the Kinks of any wave of music. Right. And then also... John Cusack from High Fidelity had the ability to like throw Stevie Wonder in at number four. Uh-huh. And then all the rest of the stuff, like, you've never heard of them? Now I'm introducing you. They don't, they're not even doing that. This is, and the second, there's only one song that I said I knew before this album on the first episode of this. This is the second band of the whole album I've heard of, but it's always like, I should know them. The way you said, I do know Spoon, but I didn't know Wilco. Wilco. This is. I've heard this band name forever. Never could not name what kind of music they play. Every time I hear it, I go, I guess that makes sense. What do the Dandy Warhols mean to you? The Dandy Warhols mean one thing, and I wonder if this is the song, because this song was used in the first episode. The Dandy Warhols actually mean two things to me. One, sung the theme song from Veronica Mars. Okay. And were in a, I believe they were in a movie with another band and about the rift that happened when these two bands went on tour. That's sort of all the information I have right now. Sorry, I can look that up and tell you about it next week. That makes sense, because we used to be friends. That's the Veronica Mars song. There is another big thing about the song is that when we finally break up, we will karaoke the song to each other uh-huh. and then never speak to each other again. And you know what we'll be wearing? What? Slippers, pajama pants, a cool t-shirt, and a big baggy robe. 
and will just be dancing down a hallway and go through a door and start coughing. This is the Oliver song? The, no, this is... The Seth song. Seth oh, song. Faking Sick. This is also from The Secret. This is Seth Faking Sick. And the only of the two, and maybe it's because they're bands I've heard of, even though I didn't know this was the Andy Warhols when that happened in the show, I remembered it. When this came on in the album, I went, I know this scene. Because it's not completely forgettable. I'd say they're a poor man's OK Go. Wow. That's, that seems very harsh. Actually, I really like OK Go. I do think, though, that uh, there is a tie between Josh Schwartz and Rob Thomas, uh-huh. who is the creator of Veronica Mars. And Matchbox 20. And Matchbox 20. And uh, Santana. I don't think he had a career until he met the creator of Veronica Mars and iZombie that, uh, and Party Down is that they're both Josh Schwartz and Rob Thomas are both TV creators that were too young for their job, mm-hmm. according to industry standards, and were nothing until we discovered them. You and I specifically? Yeah, me and you. Separately? Right. But together, we really discovered them more. Separate but equal. Separate but equal is how I would describe our friendship. But yeah, I would love to do a Veronica Mars deep dive at some point. I guess just music. We're only talking about music today. Do all these shows have albums? Right? That was huge then. If not, we can make one. We'll fucking make one. We'll make one. Weird. That, hmm, no, I'm going to talk about that. I have an announcement. Talk about what? No, I'm nothing. Sorry. No, nothing talk about all. it now. I want to talk about But the real next quick, though, I, there's no way that Rob Thomas created the shows that he did without having seen the OC and having Josh Schwartz in his own personal Rushmore. Do you think Rob Thomas is Josh Schwartz and Josh Whedon smashed together and in- out came? In a lot of ways, but maybe we're not giving the Dandy Warhols credit. Maybe it's possible that two different people heard of the song and used it. But right. I still think that Rob Thomas is a big Josh Schwartz guy. When was Veronica Mars on air? Like 07? Like a few years later or even later? It was one day after Rob Thomas said, I love Josh Schwartz. Oh. He had a press conference. That checks out. He did yeah. sign that in everybody's yearbook that year. Uh-huh. He was young to be a showrunner. You know what? We're going to take a break, Ryan. I need to go do some deep digging. Sure. And we'll come back, dive back into the music. Ryan, we're going to just jump right in, because we're at our final three, which I, if they sequence music like I do, it means it's their three favorite songs. Really? No, not at all. That'd be a (laughs) stupid way to do it. Is this techno? I don't think so. I think this would be house or electronica. This is definitely Sir Hugh Laurie. This reminds me of Closing Time by Semi. This is the Semisonic. No. They're a stand-up comic who was big in the 80s. Andrew Dice Clay? It is. The band is called Dice. How did you know? Is that my go-to comic? Because we're great at charades when you can say words. That's our game. But every comic was big in the 80s. Shit, I feel like we've made fun of four songs so far. Uh Uh-huh. And then now this is just our, like... We're like that, yeah, like that author that like has the thing where his characters come to life. Now we're listening to it again, and that's unfair to this artist. But should we should we stop talking? Let the listeners hear. All right, let's second? do it. Here's the big flourish. All right, so the song is called Dice, not the artist. The artist has the very catchy title of 
Finley Quay and William Orbit. It's just two fucking dudes. So yeah, it was super cool that we got to hear that one song that plays in the back of every dive bar that you're in, and you have to like clap. Everybody claps slowly every time they're done with the song. We got that band here. That's it. Do you, this is from the countdown, aka New Year's Eve. So there's a couple episodes they went back. The Heights and the Countdown play the most throughout this album, but this is the big finale. This is Ryan sprinting upstairs. Uh, it start the, the song starts with Anna going to see Seth. And then we get into the sprint up the stairs. Ryan kissing Marissa. For the second time ever. For the second time ever. And only, canonically, four kisses. I get it, and I feel bad because we're not listening to uh, Fenton Quay Shop and the Planetarium Boys. That is such a better name. I bet that the lyrics are important and meaningful, and I just, I don't care. I've noticed going through, and if you listen to the whole fucking song. I never will. Maybe this is um, horoscope theory. But if you listen to the whole song, there's always a line or two that lines up perfectly with what goes on in the scene. Like, he's saying, disregard all of her and kiss that girl you're on the OC. Yes. And you're like, holy shit. How did that line up? There's no way they paid him to do that. (laughs) But yeah, but if it cuts in the corner, there's a guy with a guitar sitting on a stool singing all of this. But also, if they cut to that... Is it the most meta show ever? Yes. They're on the OC and they go, nobody calls it that. <laughs> and then they move on. Oh. What is this instrument? Is this the ones and twos? Is there a DJ breaking this down right now? You know who it sort of sounds like in the background is an adult on Peanuts talking? Also very boring. The Peanuts can go suck it in. Do they have? Do the adults have good singing voices in the Peanut world? Yeah. Well, it all sounds like House or Didgeridoo. House and Didgeridoo are the two genres. There's not men and women. It's are you House or Didgeridoo? How come America's hottest hospital show, House? And Australia's hottest hospital show, Didgeridoo, where never a Didgeridoo a, ran a hospital, never did a team-up no show. No crossover? There, was, there should have been a crossover. House and the Didgeridoos? A red crossover. Yeah, thank I, you. I don't get it. Your next song is by another boringly named Alexi Murdoch. Alexi's all right. That's, the That's just that Alex person's thing. name. Boring. Here's another one where I actually knew what this was from. What scene this was from when I played. Oh. Oh. This is about an orange sun. Right? It's called Orange Sky. Orange Sky. This might be one of the most famous songs. And it is a grower. I like this more now than the first time I listened to it. It's got that thing where they drum on the acoustic lightly in the back. Beneath an orange sky. Boring dream, bro. Yeah, I think that th- <laughs> that's true. You should be fucking your mom or something. Um, this is, I think, an iconic song, uh, like with big OC fans. Yeah. Stood beneath an orange sky. It's definitely of all the songs that openly talk about having dreams. It's my second favorite after Prince's. And they're talking about an orange guy, not an oranges guy, not the guy who sells oranges on the freeway. The oranges guy. I had a dream about the oranges guy. But there was a hint of what scene it was in. He said, with my brother standing by. Do you know what this is yet? When this is? He goes to Chino to visit his brother on Thanksgiving. I feel like you fed me a lot of that. 
Ryan has just come back from talking to Trey, his brother who is in prison. And Ryan Marissa head back home with the song playing over it while they contemplate. This, I, I promise you, is in multiple OC episodes throughout the four seasons. Oh, and right. now I'm, re- I'm remembering another song. The scene from the second season's Chrismica episode mm-hmm. is also played in the first season when Ryan and Marissa are at the mall. Oh, like the rim ting ting ling ting ting, whatever the Christmas song. Nope, that's just a random <laughs> Christmas song, and it's not rim tim tingling. There's not a dog rim tin tingling or rum tum tuggling. That's the Christmas from song cats. From cats. <laughs> so it's either dogs or cats with you. When he catch me with a rat, I'm gonna want a mouse. Ooh. No, but uh, I had no idea. I really didn't that they repeat songs so much. I know Arrested Development did it. Yeah, but I had no idea. Going back to Peanuts talk, like we were. Uh huh. Arrested Development. They did that one over and over and over again. They had a Peanuts episode. I fucking hate the Peanuts so much. It's so boring. But Charlie Brown. I can... There's there's not a bigger fandom that I understand less than the fucking Peanuts. Really? Yeah. Because you are a borderline bald fat kid who only wears yellow shirts, and I am white as any white that like a human can be, and I just dance around on top of doghouses. Real cool, and sometimes you wear glasses and tell everyone to call you a different name. Does it hit home too hard? Maybe. I also, in middle school, when I was my fattest, had that shirt. I had legit the Charlie Brown shirt. Good. Good call. And my stupid neighbor would always be like, kick this football. <laughs> Not again, bitch. And I would try it. And then you would do it, yeah. I would do it. But there'd just be dog do behind the football. You want to hear the final song? No. Do you have a guess? The final song? Oh, if I have a guess... I would say, what was that one kid from Rushmore? Bill Murray? Did he have a band? Is Bill Bill and the Murrays? Always popping into parties and weddings? Now. This is the Chad Blake remix. Chad with a T. So the holophonics had nothing to do with it. No holophonics. We've been on the run, driving in the sun, looking up for number one. California, here we come, right back where we started from. Oh, hustlers, grab your guns, your shadow waves are Shut up. Driving down the 101. California, here we come, right back where we started from. California. California. Oh, there it is. Now, that song still does it to you. It's a boring and slow song. Let me ask you this, and you might have already answered it. All of your life history away, if you're going to check the baggage at the door and just be the music critic that I know you to be, is this a good song? No. It's it's perfect for a show intro, because the 45 seconds they use do swell. And with those images, it swells it in me, but listen to the, just the song. At the end of what we just listened to, Bummer City, Brosif. Bummer City. Which was the original title of the OC. Yeah. Welcome to the Bummer City, bitch. Bitch. Um, Sorry you have to live here. I disagree. I think that this is actually a great song. All OC fandom aside, I think this is a great song and the best song on the album because it does all of the stuff that everything on the album wants to do, which is sort of be slow, be background, but then it's it's also so Mm sing-alongable. I think that if, if you're in a car full of people who know this song, you will be screaming your hearts out. It's anthemic. It's yes. got those drums that build. I'll give you that. I bet when people try to sing it, if the song isn't on the background, they sing it ten times as fast. Maybe because they've listened to the holophonics version. Of sure, everybody times. has. It's. I don't. Alone, it's not a bummer. I think it's fine. You put this on shuffle. The the album on shuffle. It's not a bummer. 
after getting through the drudgery. And I'm slipping us into the next segment, Ryan. The drudgery that is this album, ending with this. You're just like, okay. Do you think that maybe if song 11 was, we got more bouncing California than all y'all combined, this would have hit harder? For sure. Yeah, I agree. But I still think that is a fantastic song. It's a good song. I do like the Holophonics version better, but that's because they seemingly designed a song for us. Take a song, make it ska. Now it's better. Now it's better. Pick it up. And they picked it up. Just like comics do when they go into shitty movies. They pick it up. But my mom used to yell at me when my floor was messy. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Ryan. Your mom was the lead singer of Safe Ferris. We should mention That's that. That's true. Yeah. We don't talk about that enough. No. I've been told I talked about it too much, so I tried to retire that talking point. She, uh, You had a bunch of comics on your floor, and she was like, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I should be a so- uh, ska singer. And then you never saw her never again. Never saw her again. Which is why I cry every time I hear ska. I'm just going to let it play out, which is only like 20 more seconds. But... I think how do you how do you give this whole experience? How do you give this whole album, Ryan? I think about like have you ever bought a score to a movie? Oh, like, for sure. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Okay. And then what you know is the main theme. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like Leia has a theme as well. Yeah. And those songs you know. And then you listen to it and you're like, oh, actually this is two hours of a movie mm-hmm. that was supposed to have visuals. And now I have no visuals. And now I want to kill myself because right now it's just a French horn fading out one single note for three minutes. Don't talk shit on my favorite instrument. The French horn? The Fran- you know I love my French horns. Or as I call it, horns. Um, That's what this feels like is that you need the visuals. The, the, all of these songs, I'm sure, were picked perfectly for the scenes they were right. in. I have seen these shows before and I thought that they were great. But listening to it on its own... They were all picked for background music specifically, and I would never put this album on to listen to. But each each episode has five or six songs, so they picked these 12, and I call bunk, and here's my big announcement that we've been teasing. Around. Oh my God, is there something you have to say? In a few weeks, we're going to do a sequel show, probably just one episode, maybe not a two-parter, <laughs> of Mike Gravano's actual OC Mix Volume 1, and it's all songs legit from the OC Season 1. And it will be a better fucking playlist. Will it just be you got more bounce in California than all y'all behind California? But I'll remix twelve it times. You got more bounce in California. Here we bounce. Oh shit! I'm hearing it right now, Skrillex. I love that shit. Oh my god! That's the Nana. But yeah, this is all background, and I wish that they had mixed it up a little bit. I'm gonna make a CD you would pay for. I would actually. You would put, go to the warehouse. Where? I still have. Sorry. Uh, good, he got it. Good, he got it. I, would, I still have a CD player in my car. Mm-hmm. Do you think that I will? I have to listen to this for the show, this mm-hmm. bullshit that you're going to make. Mm-hmm. Do you think that I will listen to it a second time of my own volition? Yes. You are talking crazy and is it right now. your phone died? Maybe. But certainly. Now, do you want to do what we did now is you did not listen to this at all? Or do you want it a week early to get into it? No, I don't want to listen to it at all. Excellent. We just recorded two perfect shows and then played them over two weeks. Let's keep that Let's keep baby that going. train alive. So we'll go a couple weeks of normal, boring ass talking about the show, and then Mike's OC Mix Volume 1 comes out. And everybody's going to love it. And then after that, you're going to remix the episode, The Links. Uh-huh. You're going to mix all the scenes together, and mm-hmm. then we're going to review that. Exactly. I thought it was a perfect episode, but nope. you think that you have other ideas. I could trim the fat. I could tell for grace the shit out of that shit. And a double promise on top of my quadruple promise, Ryan. There's going to be songs that you would have actually heard inside the real Orange County at the time. 
Because they do appear in the show, and they just didn't put them on this. Like Sublime? I'm not going to give any hints away. So Sublime. I don't know who the bad fish may or may not be. If you want an actual mixtape of OC, of the OC at that time... Uh, it's just Sublime it's Self-Titled. Just, yeah, go get Sublime Self-Titled, and you will hear that mix. But like with the... Just with like a gang chant of a bunch of bro dudes singing along. 40 guys who cannot sing, screaming Santeria at the top of their lungs. Going, I can play the guitar like a motherfucking riot. And you're like, oh good, no singing? No, they're all going to... They're going to white boys scat over that. Like the solo. worst Muzak you have ever heard. Also, has this been done? Is this a, a played out bit that that's one of the stupidest fucking guitar solos in music history? Bink, bink, bink. I think that I could play it. Yes. So I like right it. Right now, no guitar lessons. Right. I think that I could play you're, it. And you're, I mean, it's no Santana by way of Rob Thomas. That's I would saying. say that I am an aficionado of not playing the guitar at all. True. And I think that I could play that you could play solo that right now. You could play with your teeth. <laughs> I could play that... Like a motherfucking riot. Oh my god, I'm into it now. Uh, so that's what's coming in a few weeks. Ryan, tell them where you're from. <laughs> um, I'm straight out of Compton. What? But I also come from the website, yourpotfilter.com. By the way, Mike, I got an email today. Mm-hmm. Yourpotfilter.social was purchased. And it's available for us to buy. To buy for even more? For even more. So we are at the level of Ooh. website now where people are buying the dot whatever's. To make us pay money. So, nice. yourpotfilter.com is where we are from. Yourpotfilter.social is something that you can buy. Yourpotfilter.com has all of the shows that we do. Get them there. Get our articles and everything else. Peace out. That's the show. Good night. Your pop filter, if you're there already, just add a slash Amazon. It takes you to the normal Amazon and you can help us out. It'll help us out. It'll fuck Jeff Bezos because fuck Jeff Bezos. That's how you shop now. What's another way to support us, Ryan? If you go to patreon.com slash your pop filter. Yeah, boy. Is that what it is? Uh, then you can decide how much you want to support us every month. If it's $1, that's cool. That's cool, cool, cool. That's fine. It just means that you don't really like us that much, and you're probably a racist. If you go to $5, you're one of the greatest people that has ever existed in the history of the world. Welcome to the Filterino Army. What you get is everything you get every ounce of our sweat blood tears and extra Excuse stuff me. actually we've talked about extra shows that we're gonna do extra shows the talking music about music shows, yeah 19 the music show ryan if you want to get in touch with us at your pop filter on twitter facebook.com slash your pop filter you know how those things work that's our social media platform also contact at your pop filter is the way to email us and if you want to call us, one five six two D R D J P O P one five six two Doctor DJ Bob. Yes. If you liked us but want to hear us with some friends, check out the Superhero Hour Hour, where we let ourselves get guided by Taylor and Greg's there too. Talk about every single TV show based on comic books. If you think that we're being ridiculous right now, but if Greg was here and kept us in line, and you wanted to hear about what is the single greatest movie that ever came out in each individual year. Uh, subscribe and rate and review movie of the year. If you want only Taylor, a person you've never heard the voice of, alone to talk about another famous Taylor every month, check out Taylor Talking Taylor. If you're thinking that's stupid, they took an idea for one episode and stretched it into two episodes, and I want a podcast that does not do that, find Writer's Block on iTunes or whatever your podcatcher is. Subscribe to that. That is where Mike has a serious, but not serious, it starts serious, but it's not serious, interview with actual writers about the process 
of what it's like to be a writer. If I legit try to stay serious, how long? How many minutes can I last? Norn. Norn? Norn. Norn minutes? Yeah. I think I could count to Norn and just scream that number in their face. One, eight, Norn! Norn! Slap them and walk off. Be like, it's your show now, you dumb poet! So that's what that show's like. That's what this show's been like. Next week, do we give them a little hint? What's been going on in the OC while we've been playing with the music? Yeah, dude, do a recap. Next week on the OCD, we get to meet Danny Boy. Oh, Danny Boy. Now, Mike. The pipes. I've been looking for a way to describe your comedy for my entire life. And I feel like Danny is the best way. Hurtful. So hurtful. You're like if Jay Leno was an impression of a dinosaur. That's... That's uh, basically yeah, you. I, I yeah, it's, it's, it's the dinosaur. And we'll be done with Oliver next week. Nope. That's not true. So many more Oliver. episodes. Oliver last forever. That's the show. Stay mentioned. California.